I believe inspiring people to be the person they aspire to be by doing the things they aspire to do. This podcast is an additional platform to help me do just that. I know a lot, I've done a lot, and I do a lot. By sharing my experience with you all, be the highlight of my day. I will also have family, friends, and colleagues share their knowledge and experiences with me. You think you know me, but you don't know the half. Welcome to Vail's World. It's the team. What's up, what's up, what's up, people? This is Lavelle D. Munger, your host for Vail's World. And we are excited to have you all here. Salute all the newbies. Salute all the people that's been rocking with us from day one, from day two, from day three. No matter when you start rocking, as long as you're rocking. Ah, Today's episode is going to be pretty interesting. Um, We're going to start off with a good read. Then we got what's popping in Vail's world. Then we got a nice hot topic. So make sure y'all stay to the end as we talk about feelings. Yep, I said it. Feelings. Y'all already know. Find me on all the social media platforms at Vail's World Podcast. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And if you want to sponsor or be a guest or want me to be a guest for an upcoming episode, um, feel free to reach out to Vail's World Podcast at ldmonger.com. If you want to be a monetary sponsor for as little as 99 cents a month, feel free to go to anchor.fm slash Vail's World Podcast and hit the support button. You can also leave a voice message. All voice messages will eventually be on the top of the show. Yeah, I think it was pretty dope if you all heard that in my last couple episodes. Um, So that's how we're going to use that. Now let's get on with the show. So today's good read is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. A Counterintuitive Approach to Living a Good Life by Mark Manson. Man, 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 man. When I say the the title alone, well, just the first part, not even like the subtitle. That was one of the reasons why I wanted to read it. Um, uh, some individuals telling me to read it a while ago, and I finally just had time to to knock it out. And it was a great book. And I actually read it after I read Think and Grow Rich uh, by Neapolitan Hill. So it was a a dope way to kind of balance those two ideals out and just seeing how some of the things intertwine. Well, one thing that I, I do love about the book is that it's raw. Um, I'm quite sure when people saw Elf asterisk CK that it caught everyone's attention. So the cover alone will make you want to read the title alone will make you want to read, but the content inside of the book is actually dope as well. So one of the things I love is that, not only did he share stories, um, his, his personal stories, but then he also shared experiences from others. That made a lot of sense. And this book not is not telling you to not give a fuck about everything, but the book is really telling you um, to make sure that you save your fucks for things that matter, right? So you can't go around here, or it's not healthy to go around here giving a fuck about everything. And it's, it's very toxic in a sense. And we all know those people that every time, you know, some social issue happened, they just emotionally 
attached to each and every one and they just find themselves always arguing and battling and complaining. Don't no one don't nobody really want to be around someone who always find the negative in things in the net and you know. So you got those individuals and then you got someone that's just like critical and crucial about everything and again, everything doesn't deserve your fucks, right? Um he 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 brought up a story about this crazy lady. Uh, I say she was crazy because she literally was stalking this man for like seven years, going on his social media sites to find out where he was at and then just pop up. And he was saying how she was a self-care junkie, like she did everything to a T with being persistent, with communicating, with just everything being positive and one of the funny things that he started the book off with was saying that people that think highly of themselves they don't necessarily be in the mirror giving themselves words of affirmation <laughs> and people that are talented don't necessarily you know do the things that the less talented have to do in order to maintain that talent level right i was like dad that's that's true happy people are just happy because they are fucking happy um the another key point of the book was pretty much telling people to embrace their fears and faults and uncertainties because a lot of times that's where giving a fuck can kind of lead you wrong like you're giving a fuck about the things you fear you give too many fucks on things that you are fought of and and uncertainty like it just makes you just nervous as hell um so his his biggest advice was just stop running Stop avoiding and start confronting the painful truths, right? Uh, a lot of times, honesty is not going to come out as sweet as it sounds, but at least it's out. And, and men in particular, we tend to, uh, you know, people do it a lot, but men in relation and in intimate relationships, we tend to hold back on truths in order to, in order to like prevent our spouse from being hurt like a lot of things and, and conversations they could be had and things could be said but we are putting people feelings in front of the truth and eventually we become dishonest and eventually you know we lose trust um because of the actions that we were able to do so it's cool and calm for everyone to have feelings we all are human but just making sure that we know how to channel that energy channel the reaction someone can make you angry angry is natural but you punch somebody in the face because you're angry and every time you're angry it's going to leave you with a lot of lawsuits and a lot of jail time eventually and you'll find yourself paying uh, paying a huge debt um, because of your your willingness to punch people every time you're angry so just making sure you can channel that and i, I feel like that's what that was like the, the great thing about this book uh i feel like anyone that want to manage the fucks they give or anyone that knows somebody that just gives too many fucks or someone that just trying to figure out what do, what should I give a fuck about? Uh, this is a great book to kind of start that conversation with yourself. It opens up some things and allow you to see outside of the box that you've been putting yourself in. Yeah. The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. Make sure y'all check it out. Let me know how y'all feel about the book on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or feel free to email me. Yep, yep, yep.
What's popping? What's popping in Veil World? Uh, first and foremost, I want to say RP to DMX. And DMX played a pivotal role in my life growing up. And a lot of that was because uh, my dad was a DMX fan. Uh, my uncle, who's currently in the federal penitentiary, is a DMX fan. And they actually met him numerous times. And my uncle, and I actually had, you know, two uncles as well, and uh, rest his soul. But they kind of, you know, resembled, in a sense, uh, as it pertains to the pain and struggle and how they carried themselves. It, it was great, man. And I remember just looking at DMX when I was young and just seeing, like, all the movies he was in, how he was just really different. I I, I was too young to notice the, the drug addiction and things of that nature and really, you know, feel his music in the sense that he was really going through this. I just thought it was good music. And as I got older and started learning about drugs and started being aware of these things, I'm like, oh, wow. And over the weekend... I was actually playing like uh greatest DMX playlist and I was like, wow. Like all these songs sound different with the knowledge that I know now about his lifestyle. So he wasn't he wasn't by no sense ashamed of the things that he was going through and he put it in his music and he shared it with the world. There was so many people that was able to connect. You might not be in, you know, been on drugs or you might not have, you know, been in the streets or whatnot, but pain and struggle is inevitable. Everyone goes through it in some capacity. Every, you know, every, every, everyone has a difference, right? Uh, everyone has problems. So it's figuring out what type of problems you want to have. And DMX had many, 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 many trials in his life but somehow just continue to fight through and those were some things that that dmx really really showed me uh the power of being vulnerable the power of being talented the power of word the power of thought the power of love the power of knowing when to flip out on a motherfucker When you t we talk about people that give a fuck, people that don't give a fuck, <laughs> DMX was one of those guys, man. Uh, so RP to to DMX and prayers up to the family that's that's dealing with got social media. You got dealing with the death and planning the funeral and things of that nature. So I know it's a lot. Yeah. On a more happier tip, <laughs> what they want from her, and when he named all the women, I remember my my grandmother. Her name was um, Juanita, and I was like, "What?" Like out of all the names, so I, I feel like it was a shot at me because he said my mama, he said my aunties, he said every almost every woman in my life that I cared about, he said their name. And then Juanita was just a straw on the camel's back. It's like that ain't that name not too common for you to just say Juanita. And um, my grandmother, she used to actually be happy. She's like, oh, my name on the song. Like that. she used to be happy at that part because her name was in the song. And again, with a name like Juanita, if you're not talking about bananas or nothing, like you're not really getting 
that type of um type of love. So she was excited, and uh, I used to turn the song off because you know I ain't know the the extent to like sex, but I just knew it was something. I knew it went right. <laughs> and uh, my little brother, you know, my mom's name was in there as well, and my little brother, uh, we had a conversation about it. And he said, he asked mama if she had sex with, uh, or she used to date DMX, and uh, she popped him in her mouth. So, because <laughs> her name in the song as well. So that was pretty hilarious. Uh, some memories of my grandmother and my mother, rest they soul. Ah, oh, man. Uh, another Debbie Downer. So, a 20 year old by the name of Dante Wright was shot and killed by police officers, Minnesota police officers. Uh, he left behind a beautiful baby, and a lot of pictures that are circulating has him with his baby. And man, we are here again. So not to mention, everybody's probably upset because another video surfaced with a lieutenant uh, who serving in the Army. He was pulled over. I forget exactly where he was pulled over, but he was pulled over at a gas station. They tased him. They maced him. Uh, he had on full uniform. Apparently, he ran two stop signs or something. And when they pulled up, they had the guns out. So people are already outraged at that. And then we have this actual killing um, of a young black man. And I believe it was a traffic stop. And I just seen this like this morning in preparation for the show that apparently it was a violation uh, for him having an air freshener hanging from his um, rearview mirror. So I'm, I'm still still getting information on what actually happened but i do know the reaction and minnesota is 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 rioting and it's a lot of people angry man it's a lot of balled up feelings that's that's starting to erupt again we have the Derek siobhan whatever his name is the officer that um, killed uh, george floyd we have his trial going on we had Beginning of the year, we had uh, the riots at the Capitol, which people are getting upset about um, still because of how that was handled. And then we have unarmed, innocent black men uh, being harassed and being killed uh, by police officers on camera. So it's a lot of people just angry, a lot of pent up angry, a lot of a lot of fucks <laughs> that were that were pent in and now they're exploding. Um one of the things that I seen was people were playing DMX. So you have that going on as well. People were playing DMX doing, you know, protests and 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 then the riots and, and, and such of just smashing the police cars, um, and things like that. And as as we we've been here before, which is a, a very unfortunate truth. This is something that has become the new norm. Um, and until the police officers figure out what side of history they want to be on, it will continue. There's right and there's wrong. 
and, and people just have to be accountable of the things that they're doing wrong and stop allowing their fears to push them into even deeper lies. And leadership needs to step up as well. Yes, there can be better training. Well, train. <laughs> yes, there, there should be a certification process, an annual certification process, mental certification process. Uh, have city members interview the police officer. Like that should be a part. I, I don't know if it is a part, uh, but city leaders should be a part of those graduation ceremonies where they actually communicate with the officers and, you know, get a nice interview with the officers so that they can know each officer that's going on the streets to protect their constituents. That can be the alderman, um, who, whoever, whatever level that's closer to the people, they should be in, involved in those conversations of the officers that they have um, in their district. <sighs> Everybody in Minnesota, everyone that's around the world that's seeing the protests and, and being triggered yet again, um, be safe. Make sure that you are taking care of yourself physically and mentally. Know that change will come. There's no timeline on how fast or how slow it's going to be, but we know for sure that we hope that change is going to come. Uh, we are seeing change. And just continue to do your part in history. Because it's going to be made regardless. And you're either going to be a part of it or not. You're either going to be on the good side or the, or, or the bad side. Jamie versus Will Smith. So if anyone, anyone have ever asked me, who are your favorite actors? I always say Denzel and Jamie Foxx. I said Jamie Foxx. Oh, Lord. I always say Denzel and Will Smith. And I say that because they have two type of styles but both are versatile within the styles that they're in and uh jamie fox is my honorable mention he's like a third because just as well i always tell people that jamie is the most talented uh as it pertains to music as it pertains to uh comedic value as it pertains to acting like he is hands down the most talented overall um but I believe Will Smith is the better actor. And I say that because he spent most of his time and energy with just acting, right? So it makes sense that he's a better actor because he spends more time perfecting the craft of acting, executive producing, producing, directing, uh, things like that. Both have some very dope catalogs. When it comes to biopics, when it comes to funny movie when it comes to shows both of them are leveled out uh, but i believe will smith gets the edge just because and hear me out just because he's able to focus more on just acting like jamie gave us albums jamie gave us hits and will smith gave us movie after movie after movie after movie TV show at the movie, executive producer TV show, some more movies. Um, so I, I give Will Smith the edge as the better actor, but overall talent, Jamie Foxx has that.
and I'm more willing to watch. I can watch a Will Smith movie over and over and over again more than I can watch a Jamie Foxx movie over and over again. Um, off the top of the head, Any Given Sunday was my movie. Jamie killed that. Um, but when it comes to Will Smith movies, there's so many movies I can watch over and over and over that he's in. Aladdin, Independence Day, uh, Pursuit of Happiness, uh, All the Bad Boys. I, I can just keep going. And I really can't say that about uh, Jamie. That's my personal preference, so don't beat me up um, because of it. But, yeah, I think Will Smith got this one. Uh, not saying, not taking from Jamie at all. Jamie is very talented. Jamie Jamie has those hits as well. And um, I love to see them both in a movie together. Yeah, I would love to see them in a in a life in a life type of movie. If they want to make life too, instead of using Eddie Murphy and, and, and Martin Lawrence, I'd love to see Will Smith and Jamie Foxx and just see how that play out. Uh, I think it'd be hilarious, especially when you have the all-star cast of all the comedians and actors in there as well. So I think it'd be pretty solid, man. So if anything, you know, if anyone hearing this to have some pull, Life 2 featuring Will Smith and Jamie Foxx, appearances by Eddie Murphy, Juan Lawrence, and everybody else, man. Uh, I'd love to see that. If y'all want to remake some stuff, I'd love to see a sequel. Uh, and, and modern time, I think that would be important as well, seeing people face life for a crime that they didn't do. Um, so I think that would be impressive because we see it a lot. Ah, oh, man, let me know how y'all feel about what's popping. Get at me on Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, Vels World Podcast. Feel free to shoot me a email at Vels World Podcast at LDMonger. That's M O N G E R dot com. Dot com. <laughs> now for today's hot topic, man. Fuck your feelings, man. We've been talking about a lot of fucks today, man. So, yes, man. A, a lot of people give too many fucks about the wrong shit, and it's, it's, limiting them from living life like they missing out on so many experiences because they give a fuck <laughs> too many fucks about the wrong shit i don't like how this dress look because i don't know how people gonna view me i don't want to eat that because so-and-so so-and-so i don't want to do that because they gonna think i'm a hoe i don't want to do that because they shut the fuck up oh my god oh my god People give too many fucks about the wrong shit. I don't want to do this because my mama said. I don't want to do this because my daddy said. I don't want to do this because my... No, just do the shit. God damn. Most people limit living just because of how they feel. Fuck your feelings. Feelings change so fast that they can't be trustworthy. You can feel some way this minute and the next second feel a completely different way. So when people make decisions based off their feelings, it doesn't make sense to me because that feel we know that that feeling can change any moment. And and that's one of the things again, my mom was very impulsive and she was a honey, she gonna tell you how she feel, but just because, you know, I, as I got older I had to understand just because she felt that way in that moment doesn't necessarily mean that she's going to feel that way 2 minutes from now. 
And I was the type of person that you got to stand on what you said. Like, if that's how you feel, you got to stand on that, regardless if your feeling change. Because you don't know how to manage your feelings and you don't have the social awareness to know that everything that you're feeling within this moment shouldn't be said and how it impacts and affects others. So, the, 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 the feelings, like, when people say, I feel like, usually when someone say, I feel like, they wrong as fuck. <laughs> like, I'd rather you say, I think, than I feel like. Because nine times out of ten, if it's a feeling involved, you already have a blurred line. Feelings are known for blurring any decision. Feelings and decision making don't go hand in hand. And when my feelings are a part of decision making, I usually take 24 hours. I sleep on it or whatnot and figure out if I still feel and or think the same thought that I had the day before. And that's how I know if it's an issue or not uh, before addressing it. Then I figure out what's the game plan to address it. You know, this issue effectively. Some people want to argue about how they feel. I feel like when you da-da-da-da-da and da-da-da-da-da. Like, huh? Instead of monitoring and figuring out how to manage that feeling so that it can come out in a sense where it's not overly emotional, that individuals can communicate effectively and, and create a solution. As humans, we gonna feel like, yes, that's normal. But figuring out what we're going to do with that feeling, mastering, mastering the management of those feelings is what's important. We all have choices. You can choose to punch somebody in the face when you get angry. You can, you can you choose to ignore the red flags when in an intimate relationship with an abusive um, spouse. One thing that was mentioned in, in the book that I was talking about earlier was uh, a mother had two of her sons stay with her and she wanted to figure out how do I put them out? <laughs> like she don't want them there anymore, but they just there. They're not paying bills. They're eating things. They're invading her space. And she's really uncomfortable. Yeah. The easy choice is just telling them to get out. But then also understanding that the feeling of guilt from putting your kids out on the street for a mother is over overshadowing the easy decision of hey y'all gotta leave so so figuring out you know the difference between the the situation and the feelings behind the situation me personally i don't have a lot of feelings behind a lot of situations i try not to be attached to things um because when you are attached it's hard for you to make better you know the best decision for the moment or or for for the long term so i always find myself committed to an overall goal and not being attached to a particular thing yes i want to change the world yes i want to motivate and inspire people but i'm not attached to aspiring people the only way i can do this is if i'm working at a school or you know some university the only way i can do this if i'm doing xyz i can do it with whatever I'm doing, I'm committed to that goal. So it doesn't matter where I'm at, who I'm with, I'm capable of inspiring people, right? Uh, so that's an important fact. 
stop giving a fuck about everything and everyone. You can't give a fuck about everything and everyone. You'll find yourself going crazy. You'll find yourself being drained. You'll find yourself being tired. You'll find yourself being angry all the time. You'll find yourself being all of the features in which will make people not fuck with you. And all honestly, like, <laughs> and it's funny how people that give too many fucks about certain shit get mad at you for not giving a fuck about everything. Like, it's, it's great. It's mind blowing. Oh, you just don't care. Um, I care about you, but I don't care about the energy that you bring in, the vibes that you bring into this, this situation. So I'm just dial back until you know you're in a space where we can communicate where we can rock where we can vibe and figure out whatever problem that we have going on what's the best way to solve it because the vibes that you have right now i i give no fucks about but that doesn't mean i don't care about you so it's like people create values and have values but their metrics to the values are always like weird so you can say, yeah, you know, I value, you know, trust, honesty, love, and all these things. But the matrix, the metrics to that, to how that looks, be off. Oh, you have to call me every day in order for, you know, if if you love me, you have to call me every day. If you mess with me, if you like me, you got, we got to talk on the phone every day. What type of metric is that? Like, realistically, you got to talk to somebody every day. <laughs> to be love so if i don't talk to you every day i don't love you like does that make sense not at all but it's like oh if you love me you'll at least try uh, okay <laughs> there's always accept- exceptions to rules nowadays um instead of university truth i i, I don't know if i coined this uh, but conventional truths people have conventional truths is when it's convenient convenient for them oh shoot I said conventional convenient truth it's early y'all and we all have them you know we all switch and use our biases to to figure out what's going to be true uh, for us in this moment that's going to give us the uh, advantage uh, opposed to others but yeah man folks are, are really crazy as it pertains to the fucks and which fucks are given. They're trying to tell people what fucks to give, right? <laughs> and then make you feel like the bad person for not giving a fuck about certain things. Uh, it's not natural for people to be emotionless. So when people say, oh, man, I ain't got no feelings, man. I ain't got no emotions and all this other stuff. It's like that doesn't make sense uh, at all. It <laughs> like Everyone has emotions, right? everyone have to feel that's one thing that makes us humans and bad emotions aren't always bad if you learn what to do with it there's a lot of times that someone make me angry and because they made me angry I know what makes me angry so I know what things to avoid and are um what some things to be aware of as it pertains to trigger points I know what makes me happy so I know what to do when I need to feel good, when I need a reminder that, hey, everything is going to be all right. I know what makes me sad. So I know when and how to tap tap into that emotion, right? Being emotionless, not giving a fuck, 
about everything, you'll pretty much be a psychopath. And you'll be one of these individuals that get a gun, shoot up a mass crowd of individuals, and then kill yourself, kill yourself, uh, or just continue to to do life-harming things to yourself. Um, so, yeah, when people say they're emotionless, that's more triggering than being over-emotional. And both are like extremes like we never really focus on the people in the middle it's the the person that's overly emotional and then it's the person that's emotionless the biggest thing is just learning how to manage your feelings uh again even the most emotionless person has fucks to give and just figuring out what they give a fuck about why they give a fuck about it and how do they react to things they give a fuck about and if you ask the questions long enough, you can get deeper and figure out exactly what they care about. Because sometimes people care about you knowing that they don't care about nothing. So it's like, why do you feel like it's important for the world to know that you don't care about nothing? Because that's caring within itself. <laughs> so once they get to that point, you know, they have a better idea of learning why, you know, how they manage their feelings. A lot of people that don't care and a lot of people that care too much. Um, it's, it's, it, we all are based off on, on our past experiences, regardless of how much we care or don't care about something. So that's important. How, learn how your feelings impact others around you, right? Because you're angry, because you're mad, because you're just sad. You know, how would that affect the people around you? How will your reactions impact the people around? You might say some hateful or some harmful things to someone that you really love out of fear, out of loneliness, out of you know anxiety, out of so many things, out of just being impulsive. And that's how you felt within that second. And your, honest, your, your, your honesty came out in a sense where it was offensive because of the tone, because of so many different things centered around how you said, how you really felt in that moment. The timing probably was just off. But if you are making a conscious effort to remember how things make you feel and how they may make others feel, it's, it's a lot, you know, you'll find yourself being more conscious of your actions before you just explode. And last but not least, stop waiting on something to feel right. <laughs> like sometimes we get those intuitions and those gut feelings like, okay, cool. But sometimes you just got to do it. It's a lot of great ideas that's, that's continue to be inside of iPhones, iPads, and, and notepads because it just don't, it don't feel right right now. This ain't the moment. You're just waiting for it to be perfect. And some people do some dumb shit just because it felt right at the moment. Oh, it felt right. <laughs> it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, fuck your feelings, man. Stop wasting time waiting on things to feel right. Stop jumping the gun because something felt right in that moment. Again, if you trust your feelings, nine times ten, if all of your decisions are being made based on feelings, there's going to be a, a huge chance that it's going to be a, a poor decision. So making sure that you are being mindful 
that, okay, it feels right. And then you have information to back it or you have information to back it and it's saying that it's the right thing, but because you don't feel like it's right, you're not doing it. So being conscious of, of time, if you have the information, if you have the everything aligned and just because it doesn't feel right, stop wasting it. Just do it. And if it don't work out, revisit it, tweak up some things until it work. If it still don't work out, maybe it wasn't a good idea. Maybe you should just stop altogether and put your energy and time in another idea. Maybe the world isn't ready for your idea right now, which tends to happen, especially for creators. All in all, manage the fucks you give. That's really all I can say. Yep, that's all I can say right now. Manage the fucks you give. All right, man, that was today's episode. Thank y'all for tuning in. This your boy, Lavelle D. Munger, your host for Vales World Podcast. Y'all can hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Vales World Podcast. If you want me to guest on an upcoming show, you want to be a guest or you want to sponsor, feel free to hit us up on Vales World Podcast at ldmonger, that's M-O-N-G-E-R dot com. Feel free to hit up my anchor page. You can be a monetary sponsor for as little as 99 cents a month. And again, these funds will go towards the podcast, finding someone that can help me with the marketing, that can help me produce even better content, and all those things that we don't think about when we're making a podcast. Um, You can also leave a voice memo uh, on the anchor page as well show some support leave some kind words some well wishes and i'll make sure i put that on uh, one of the upcoming episodes thank y'all for tuning in see y'all next time thank you thank you thank you join me in my journey to success by following on facebook twitter instagram at veils world podcast if you have any comments questions or concerns you would like to address, or you just want to sponsor or feature on an upcoming episode, email me at veilsworldpodcast at ldmonger.com. Veils World can be heard on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share, leave a review or a voice message, and more importantly, support. For as little as 99 cents a month, we can take this thing a long way. Love. It's the team.